Welcome to the Tech 5 Show, the podcast that explores what's new in the tech world and includes products and app reviews all in less than 30 minutes. Here are your hosts, JB and Lynn. Welcome to the Tech 5 Show. Today, JB and I will be discussing an iPhone 12 update, streaming TV update, and home automation. JB, what do you got for me on uh, this iPhone 12 update? The iPhone 12 Pro Max game. It came in, uh, in the, the lovely Pacific Blue color. Oh, you did go with the blue. Yep, I did. And it's everything I hoped it would be. So the 6.7-inch screen is awesome. No complaints there. And I can read it. So that's that's nice. Um, you know, I, I like the design. The, the sharp edges are nice. It feels good in the hand. I did buy a clear, just a plain clear case, not an Apple-branded case, just a clear a uh, case off of Amazon to put around it, um, which is nice. Yeah, I feel like I could almost go without it, but um, I do like it's it's a good feel in the hand. So I think it's a good choice. I think it was a good choice. So you're not doing the um, wireless charging as far as that the case goes. You just went with a plain, simple white case. Yeah, I didn't do MagSafe. Not this yeah. time around. I, maybe I've called it gimmicky in the past. I don't know if it's gimmicky. It probably has its place somewhere, but plain, regular TPU clear case will probably work just fine. Um, actually works fine for wireless charging, so no issues there. So yeah, we'll, we'll wait on the MagSafe piece for now. Um, I, I didn't feel the need to do that again. Well, spend the 50 bucks to get it and then not like it kind of a thing. Right. All right, so then what about uh, some streaming TV updates? Well, you know, Hulu announced this week that they're going to raise their prices. So for Hulu, the Hulu Plus Live TV package, which is uh, normally fifty four ninety nine a month, that's going to go up ten bucks in uh, middle of December, December eighteenth. That'll go. That'll change over to sixty four ninety nine. So now um, they're right in line with YouTube TV and all these all these streaming providers who didn't want to be like cable are becoming more like cable with all these price increases and large channel bundles and so not sure how we get around it or if we get around it but uh hulu's in the list for streaming companies that have raised their prices here and this i think this is their second price increase in two years so i mean we're at that point where you are at those cable pricing levels and i don't know i mean there's there's some things I've been thinking about that maybe we, yeah, we go back to regular cable because I, I'm not a fan of, of the extra packages and just the cost increase. They've got us, and that's the that's they know that. So of course they're going to creep up prices, and then of course the the channels are going to ask for more money. I mean it's it's just going to get back up there to where cable was, and then cable is probably going to find a way to be cheaper, and then everybody's going to go back to cable, and you know we'll do this little back and forth dance. What it comes down to is do you really need it? Right. And can you go without it? Can you go without cable? Can you, can you get by with just buying, you know, something like friendly TV or the T vision vibe or Philo? I mean, one of those smaller package providers. And I mean, Philo, for example, is, is not even small. They're, they're 20 bucks a month. And I don't, you get like 50 or 60 channels at this point. So it's kind of crazy. They're a great service. I mean, that's probably going to suit most people. And and depending upon what you're looking for, if if you want the specialty channels, your HGTVs, your food networks, your discovery channel, things like that. um, A lot of cases, you're going to find most of what you're looking for within 
what uh, the Philo offering is. But you know, if you want your news, uh, you know, your CNNs, your Fox News, all those, your sports or sports, yep, then you're you're getting into some of these other larger packages and different providers, and then you get into package bloat. Again, it comes down to how bad do you need it, and you know, if you decide that you need it, then you're probably willing to pay for it from a from a cable versus cord cutting perspective. I guess if maybe if you're in that mindset, you're not looking to save money. So, you know, you're probably okay paying cable. Right. Well, and I was even thinking, um, you know, other options for streaming that FUBU TV, which, you know, kind of started out as really being sports focused, um, isn't anymore. Meaning, I think one of their things is there's 208 channels available in your area. Holy cow. I don't need 208 and I don't want to pay. Well, then again, I guess if I'm already paying 65 bucks, you know, I can get the elite is 158 channels and that's 80 bucks, you know, and then you'd add on, you can add on some other stuff to it to get you up to your 208. But yeah, I just am. Uh, then you're in cable territory. And the thing is, is you're going to save money bundling your cable and internet if you have that ability. So you know, what are, what are you doing it for? Are you doing it for the mobile aspect? Because you're not doing it at that point to save money. Correct. You know, I think it, it would, it, it comes out in the wash in that case. And it's, it's going to be cheaper to try to bundle cable and internet together. But if you're trying to get back, if you're trying to accomplish what you'd accomplish by an a la carte model, where you only get the main channels that you really need, then you're looking at these other providers like Philo and and uh, Friendly TV and some of those who have smaller channel packages and they're they're affordable. You know, uh, Ch- Friendly's cheapest package is five ninety nine a month. Um, I think their most expensive package is nine ninety nine a month. Now, granted, you're getting a very small subset of channels that it's really going to be niche. But um, Philo, you, you get a good selection of channels for twenty bucks a month, and I think for twenty bucks a month, that's a pretty good deal considering that Netflix raised their prices again now to, you know, they're at 15 bucks a month. Um, so yeah, it's, you start piling on all these different options that you want from a streaming perspective, you're, you're blowing through cable territory. Right. Right. And that sort of brings us up to our next conversation piece about home automation and just kind of things within your home, whether it's security, whether it's entertainment and that kind of stuff. And the reason we're talking about this is we've just bought a, a property in Northwest Iowa and I'm going through all the research on trying to figure out what we want to do for security, what we want to do for, you know, the entertainment side of it, whether it's streaming TV or if it's going to be cable and bundling um, that way. I would love to say that it would all just be, you know, straight internet and everything's through that. But yeah, you're, you're getting way too high cost wise with, just the streaming TV package bloat. And honestly, I think, you know, when we get into this house at some point, it'll probably be cable and internet bundle because I'm going to be at the same price as just getting the internet. And I I would prefer to have TV not run through internet because I'm going to run into data cap issues. So the nice thing about having streaming as your as your TV service is you can go anywhere for the most part. And and as long as you've got internet connectivity, you can make use of it. Now, a lot of companies have their own apps, you know, whether it be Xfinity or Spectrum or whoever apps for Roku. And I, you know, you could basically, I think log in from anywhere with those as well. But 
data cap become does become an issue for some people. Um, you know, in, in your case, depending upon what your internet options are, since you're not living there full time, you know, it's it's it can also be tough to find cheap internet. Yeah. But the cool part about the world we live in today is things like having a nest and having a ring and and having stuff like Samsung smart things to handle, you know, to, to control these aspects of your your home and be able to access them from anywhere is pretty cool. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's kind of what we like is I will be able to set up things, you know, because we'll be traveling and, and can easily, all right, well, how's the house doing? How's the temperature? Oh, it's a little cold. Maybe turn it up a little bit when you're sitting maybe on a beach somewhere, right? I mean, that's the things I like about home automation is that you can monitor your house 24-7 from wherever you're at just to make sure things are okay. Now, granted, your neighbors and your friends can go check on your place, but it's just nice to be able to like, oh, I'm wondering what it looks like outside. So you pull up your security camera and you can see like, oh, there's snow or it's rain or who knows what, you know, the tree went down. I should probably call it a tree service. Yeah, you know, and, and stuff like, um, you burst a water pipe, you know, detecting wetness on a floor in the basement, you know, and being able to shut off the, the main water source remotely, you know, because um, when you live a thousand miles away, that's always not an easy thing to accomplish. And having that those capabilities today, right. that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. And, and it also it plays into being lazy. If you're sitting on the couch watching TV and you want to turn the heat up or, you know, something, yep. you can do that from your phone. I mean, I, I do like that you're getting into things that it makes life easier. But again, those even those things cost to get in. They do. You know, once you get into it, then you're fine. But, you know, like looking at, um, let's say, even a security system, you know, like Simply Safe, which is one that is popping up kind of everywhere uh, nowadays. And, you know, it's not cheap to get into that. And then to add on to anything to that, just, you know, just, the price just keeps going up. If you do it yourself, you can do it a little bit cheaper, but then you're going to have like three or four different apps that you're going to have to check your cameras, to check your temperature, to check, you know, if the door's locked. I mean, it kind of adds up on you that way, but it might be a little bit cheaper, but it's more inconvenient. It's not all in one, you know, little app or little package. Well, and I think that that market has become a lot more competitive as well. When I think back to, you know, the days when we first moved into our house, um, you know, 10, 11 years ago, had a built-in security system, you know, um, the sensors weren't hardwired, but the main system was hardwired, required a phone line and things like that. And then, you know, your service you were paying, man, I think at that point for, for the service with cellular backup, it was like 40 bucks a month, 50 bucks a month, somewhere in there. Right. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you hope you never have to use it or have to have use for it. But um, you get to a point where you're going, man, that's expensive for something that I'm hardly ever using. Right. And then, you know, the, the other challenge with that is, you know, I want to add another door sensor. I want to add a window sensor and you'd have to call the security company and they'd have to add to the system or they'd have to come out right. and enter, yeah. enter in the master code for your system that you own, you know, that you own. And, and that part of it kind of drove me crazy. And, and so that was an area that I was always interested in. And there was more DIY solutions. I mean, ring makes a great DIY solution. I mean, yeah. it's all the sensors. You can go to Costco, pick up the kit for, gosh, I think 229 bucks gives you a couple door sensors, a couple window sensors, keypad, all that stuff. Uh, and then for, if you want to do professional monitoring through them, it's like a hundred bucks a year for, for them to do professional monitoring. And that, that uh, main console has cellular backup as well. And right. so, 
hundred bucks a year, I, I'm making up that cost really quick if I'm paying fifty bucks a month, you know, previously. So right. I haven't looked close enough to see what Simply Safe's pricing is like, but from what I've seen out there, ring is pretty competitive, especially when you're looking at the the professional monitoring side of it. Which is nice. And we actually have ring right now and we don't have the professional monitoring part of it. But, you know, we have the doorbell cam, we have the driveway spotlight cam. I've got like two other in-home in kind of cameras that are there um, that, you know, obviously detect uh, motion. And then obviously you can then post stuff to their, their next door app that they have or not next door, but whatever they call their part of their app that you can put out videos and things like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's not a bad thing. What I don't like about Ring though is if you want to add in other pieces it's not cheap it it does get a little pricey to add in the um, spotlight driveway cam yeah and you know the indoor cameras aren't too bad but it it adds up uh just like a lot of those but yeah and and those i mean those ones that you're talking about the the floodlight stuff like those those are where are those couple hundred 250 bucks yeah i think somewhere there and i mean so that that's separate from the ring alarm system so the ring alarm system can take a look at those devices, but I mean, if you're looking for straight, a straight up, and the nice thing is if you, if you do the ring alarm, you don't have to do professional monitoring. You can do soft monitoring. So basically if, if a, you know, doors opened or something, you know, whatever a sensor detects something, it can notify you where if you want the professional monitoring, where you have a call center, um, that is going to going to alert you know police or fire if you need it. Um, it's it's still a very cheap entry price at a hundred bucks a year for that service. Oh yeah, hundred percent agree with that. And you know that's great from that standpoint with the ring. You know, looking at Simply Safe because I was thinking, oh, I'll do Simply Safe. It's got the keypad. It's got all this stuff like one fifty, which is like the base, the basic up to like you know three hundred. And none of those actually include the thing that I want the most, which is the smart door lock. Yeah. The smart door lock. They even have a, they have a video doorbell. Um, and that's 170 bucks. The cameras that they have, which are just stationary cameras are hundred bucks on top of all the other stuff. Um, the smart lock is a hundred bucks. So just even to get kind of a, what I would consider a good, I mean, security system, sure. But adding the lock in there to me, is crucial because that that's one of those features that when you're coming in when you put in the little keypad it disarms the system you know you're good to go and you can just have it all within one one app i guess but yeah yep and it's i mean the thing is is not all those things do a great job of tying together you know i, right. I use smart things as well for all all my light switches and a number of plugs and you know things like that are all z-wave in my house so i can control them all from from within smart things but of course i can't easily tie that into say like a ring alarm system i can't tie it into um you know the stuff with nest you know i've got nest smoke detectors in the house and and right. uh, can't tie into that and, and there's still a little ways to go in, in bringing all that together and i don't know that we ever get to a a full standard. I thought that's what Z-Wave was going to be back in the day, but yep. but uh, you know, straight Wi-Fi is what everything is using for the you know for a lot of these other devices, and right. And so it's it's going to be up to developers and and companies to expose APIs to be able to do this stuff and and bring them all together. 
Yeah, and that was one thing I ran into. Is like, oh, there's a perfect, you know, smart lock here. Oh, it uses Z Wave. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to go through and set that up. I'm looking for like just a straight Wi Fi, you know, connect, you know, to the router and go. Ultimately, I think what I've realized and kind of trying to plan this out, I'm going to have, I'll have three things. I'll have the smart lock, I'll have the cameras, and then I'll have the monitoring system for temperature, humidity, and power. And those will be yep. the three services that I'll have covered. And then the only one that'll cost me a monthly continuing cost is going to be the cameras for cloud storage for whatever will be the cost that those will have, which is pretty minimal. Yeah. You try to push the limits on home automation and, you know, there's tons of things out there you can get. But like you said, there's not one that says, all right, we're doing everything because there's other options out there that might be a little bit cheaper that do it better. So, right. You know, right. they're kind of competing with each other and there's not one solid, this does everything for this one bundled price, you know, and you're good to go. Yeah, that's, I mean, like I said, I don't know if we ever get there, but right, um, everybody's got a, everybody wants their piece of the pie, I guess, in that market too. That is true. All right. So do you have any final thoughts? No. <laughs> no thoughts at all. Covered off on all we're talking about. Yep. All right. Well, let me finish this sucker up. That's it for the Tech 5 Show. We'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening.